This episode of Radio Techers is brought to you in part by Trip Surfer Vacations. Travel is opening up again, and we know you're ready to go. Trip Surfer Vacations has great all-inclusive packages for your next beach vacation and all the info you need to know about your next trip. So whether you're headed to the Cancun, Cozumel, Cabo, or the Caribbean, Trip Surfer Vacations has you guys covered. We even have partnerships for European adventures as well. So we know you're ready to go. Visit TripSurferVacations.com and let them know that Radio Techers sent you. Y'all have fun out there. And welcome to another episode of the Five Rounds Podcast, the only podcast out there with the cardio for those deep water championship rounds. I am Mags, and I've literally just this very last second finished watching UFC Fight Night, uh, Rob Font versus Jose Aldo Jr., uh, quickly, let's run through these prelims. Uh, so we started the night with Vince Morales getting the the second, uh, the first round KO over Luis Smolka. Then we got Claudio Puelles getting the third round sub against Chris Grootsmacher. Uh, William Knight then picked up a decision in the lightweight uh, division against Alonzo Manyfield. And then Shane Baez got the decision uh, in the women's strawweight against Mallory Martin. Uh, Brian Barberina continued his uh, good run of form with a, uh, a victory in the welterweight division against Darian Weeks. Uh, Man- Manel Capé uh, picked up the first round KO of Z- Zalgaz Zumalgalov. Apologies to Zal- uh, Zalgaz for that. Uh, and then the featured prelim was Make Pitolo uh, on, a, on a loss to um, Dusko Todorovic uh, in the first round. So then we opened the main card. Six fights on this main card. Started with Mickey Gall, uh, still riding high off the being the guy that, that bested CM Punk. Uh, took on Alex Morono. Uh, and this was a, a pretty one-sided fight for, for Alex. Uh, Mickey Gall, obviously known for that, uh, that elite-level wrestling. Um, didn't really put that into action in this uh, fight, to be fair. Uh, tried to stay uh, on the feet and try tried to um, stand and bang with uh, Alex Morono, which uh, ended up being probably his downfall, to be fair, because Morono was uh, was clearly the the, the, the faster, more crisper uh, striker. Uh, Gold did land some, some nice shots of his own. Um, he, he, he tried to work the, the leg kicks quite a lot, uh, and his left jab uh, was, was doing quite a bit of damage. But uh, at, the, at the end of the fight, um, it was Morono who had dominated pretty much all three rounds. When the fight did end up going to the, to the ground in those rare occasions, uh, Goal uh, was the, the the controlling force, but uh, just wasn't able to to keep uh, Morono in a position long enough for him to uh, to attempt. Um, uh, a submission so yeah it's a a good victory there for Alex Morono um and a hard upon a hard opponent in in Mickey Gall who's uh 
is as tough as they come in that uh, welterweight division. Uh, but uh, Alex Morano goes on and uh, hopefully pick up a, a bigger name fight. So going into the second fight, we had uh, Brendan Allen uh, taking on uh, Chris Curtis. Brendan Allen looking to uh, really push himself as a, a top 15 middleweight. And Chris Curtis, uh, the, the, the kind of... Um, the ultimate underdog story. This guy's been um, fighting in MMA for 15 years almost. The it's took him that long to essentially get to the to the UFC. This is only his second fight ever in the UFC. Um, f- coming from a family of doctors and uh, pharmacists and and all kinds of uh, kind of professional um, um, settings. Uh, and he's the only one who, who essentially uh, is an MMA fighter. So it's um, a real kind of uh, rags to riches story. Since uh, he told the the MMA world of how he had ten dollars in his pocket uh, when he signed his UFC contract, and and now looking to uh, really make a name himself with uh, a win over Brendan Allen, who is not. It's not the easiest opponents to to face, especially in only your your second round. Um, and it looked like he may have bitten off uh, a little bit more than he could chew uh, in the in the opening parts of the first round. Uh, was picked up and, and slammed pretty easily. Um, Allen was looking to to um, basically dominate this fight. Uh, Curtis able to get back off the off the ground after being slammed, uh, but soon was eating leg kicks and, and jabs. Uh, but then he started landing a lot of his his own work, started landing some great body shots, really kind of uh, testing uh, Brendan Allen. Um, Allen is responded with kicks to the body himself. Um, so we we see kind of a, a real kind of resurgence in this uh in this the later end of this this first round where um Chris Curtis was was down and out in the in the in the opening minute but then really kind of built his way back up with uh, with his uh, attack and with his uh kicks and with his focus on on the body which uh which ended up being the the way wouldn't it because he coming out into the into the second round after eating a, a kick um he responded with a some great uh, combination of punches um avoided um a, a big head kick um then lands a, a shot to the body um which kind of took the breath away of Brandon Allen and really kind of threw him off his guard because he he dropped his arms, which left the the head open for a a big right hand, which uh, absolutely just decimated Brandon Allen. Um, Curtis uh, swarmed him, got some some, uh, big shots in pressure, um, then lands a beautiful knee um, to... um, to send Allen to the canvas, Herb Dean with a quick pull away, and this one, is, this one is over. And uh, Chris Curtis is still unbeaten in the UFC. Uh, a much, uh, much more well-known name in Brendan Allen has been felled, and yeah, the the rags to riches story continues. After this, we go into uh, MMA's favourite caveman, uh, and actually a few days removed from his 40th birthday, uh, Claire Guida, the carpenter, taking on Leonardo Santos, who's actually uh, 41 years old, which is surprising. So uh, a total of 81 years uh, uh, of age in this fight. Uh, and Claire Guida doing his, uh, his, his standard kind of 
crazy energetic uh, trademark style of bouncing around the cage. Um, Santos um, lands uh, some some decent leg kicks to uh, kind of to start the ball rolling, I suppose. Uh, landed a good body uh, shot to Guido, which uh, gave him the the opening to start swarming with uh, with punches. Um, Santos looked like he was he was looking to finish the fight uh, uh, when uh, when Guida hit the floor and essentially turtled up. Uh, but he did what uh, Guida normally does, and that uh, reverts that wrestling base, uh, going for for the ankle pick. Uh, but there was a lot of unanswered shots by uh, by Santos, and 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 Guida was lucky that uh, Key Peterson was was able to give him that time to. Uh, to to work, uh, Guida um, then a, a clean knee to the face, and again he's dropped. So this is like two drops in uh, in in the space of thirty seconds. Um, still able to to uh, keep his his faculties, I suppose. Uh, we get a little break in in, in the action when uh, when Claire Guida loses his mouthpiece, uh, puts it back in, uh, and then we see. Um, Guida kind of realised that that Santos has, has emptied the tank, and and uh, he gasped. Uh, he really slowed down in in the last half of this first round. Really, kind of looked like he was almost farting through molasses. Uh, so Guida used this time to to really gather his own thoughts, start pressuring him, himself, lifted up Santos for a slam, uh, got on, um, got into uh, guard. Was able to land a few big elbows, um, uh, essentially um, saving the round from being a ten-eight because he was being absolutely dominated, uh, and that that kind of uh, last-minute flurry from from Guido and, and the realization that uh, Santos had, had had run out of energy, uh, it kind of saved uh, Guido. And going into the second round. Um, Guida's uh, corner uh, said it pretty much perfectly that uh, the guy um, Santos will get uh, a short burst of energy back from from the thirty second rest um, in the corner, but he will soon burn through that. So just take your time, um, put some pressure on him to to make him burn up that energy, and, and then um, going going for the kill. And that's exactly what uh, what Claire Guida did. Uh, pressured from the start of the round. Um, got the takedown, um, ended up on his back, uh, but was able to lock in the uh, the rear naked choke, and Santos was forced to tap. Um, so from the jaws of defeat, Claire Guida is able to grab a victory uh, in one of the the most exciting uh, rounds and a, and a half that you you will see uh, in recent memory. <laughs> So to uh, get into the, the the second half of this card, we then had Jimmy Crute uh, versus Jamal Hill. Jimmy Crute, one of Carlson's favourite uh, light heavyweights, and Jamal Hill uh, looking to really kind of capitalise on his, his pretty good start to his UFC career going into this fight. Uh, two and one looking to kind of like get a, another win in that column. Um, Crute starts off with uh, a leg kick and then a body kick. Uh, Jamal Hill is able to uh, kind of uh, uh, avoid him and then lands a, a beautiful kind of looping round uh, which knocks uh, Jimmy Crute down. Um, kind of almost like a, a flash knockdown, I suppose. Crute instantly back to his feet. So it's not like he was, he was knocked out. He was just 
taken off his feet by the shot. Uh, a couple of seconds later, though, he lands exact. Uh, Jamal Hill lands exactly the same round, and just as Jimmy Crook was able to uh, was throwing a shot of his own, uh, which meant that uh, Crook was uh, was not prepared for this uh, for this shot, and it sends him flying to the floor. Um, we get one follow-up punch, but the referee Mark Smith is already on the case. Uh, jumps right in. And a very, very quick finish. Less than a minute for, for Jamal Hill to put Jimmy Crew away. And it's a, a massive, massive victory for, for Jamal Hill there. So going into uh, essentially the, the co-main event now, we had um, Brad Riddell taking on Raphael Fiziev. And um, this was was a, a pretty interesting fight very kind of end-to-end uh started off a, a little bit nervy from both of them testing each other with uh with leg kicks and body kicks uh before we uh we start seeing both guys i mean these guys are, are, are big big friends uh and and teammates uh so we so they know each other's kind of ins and outs uh, they know each other's weaknesses and and they know each other's strengths so they they start kind of a uh, almost going tit for tat every, every every time Fiziev threw a shot, he would receive one back, uh, and and the same for for Riddell. Uh, the 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 first round was certainly uh, for me. It felt like Riddell uh, hit the hardest. Uh, landing some good body punches, uh, landing some uh, good overhand rats. Uh, Fiziev worked well with his with his feet, landing some good kicks to the body. But it just felt to me that uh, the combination moves from from Riddell um, just edged the first round for me, especially coming into the to last thirty seconds. It lands a, a good little combo, which uh, which probably worked well on the on the judges to to kind of push that round to, towards Riddell. Uh, he came out strongly in the second half, uh, in the second round as well. Um, landing some more uh, kicks to the body, um, avoiding that that dangerous right hand of of uh, Fiziev. Lands a decent left, uh, but then is uh, is uh, kind of hit back with a, a big combination by by Fiziev. Um, Riddell tries to fire back. Fiziev is able to avoid and then uh, uh, essentially hit the same amount of combos again. Um, but eventually, uh, Riddell is able to to kind of force uh, Fiziev off onto the back foot by landing some shots of his own. Um, Fiziev then jabs uh, Riddell with a, a stinging uh, left, uh, which puts uh, Riddell off his game, and he, he starts throwing more wilder shots uh, and 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 missing a lot more. Um, and then you see that there's a, a cut uh, coming from uh, above. Uh, Riddell's left eye. Riddell is starting to miss a lot more of his shots now, uh, and he has to kind of revert to grabbing hold of uh, Fiziev to do some some clinching. Um, after a little bit of work, they they separate, and then Fiziev clinches uh, clinches himself. Um, uh, that quickly breaks up and they start to, to trade punches again. Fiziev lands a, another great left hand um, and Riddell uh, fires back at that with a with a, a leg kick. And again, kind of like a, the the end of the first round, we finish on a, a, a really decent uh, combination of, of, of attack. But this time it's uh, in the favour of Fiziev. Again, another close round and uh, going into this third, it, it's a razor thing. You can see the judges going... Um, not just 
uh, out of a way in terms of um, Fiziev or Riddell, but it's hard to pick anyone out as a clear-cut winner in this. So it needed something special in that third round for someone to, to stand up and, and, and be counting this. And, and we got that um, from um, from Raphael Fiziev. Um, the doctor had a quick look at the cut over uh, uh, Riddle's are before the, the fight resumed. Uh, we get uh, the, the the hug between teammates. Uh, these guys are really kind of trying to leave it all in the cage. Um, Riddell gets a takedown quickly, uh, but Fiziev is able to get back to his feet, uh, get out of uh, the range. Uh, Riddell lands a, a really good leg kick. Uh, Fiziev lands a beautiful uh, left hook at the at the end of a, a good little flurry combination. Uh, Riddell goes for an, another takedown, but is easily stuffed. Uh, then we see both guys just landing some huge shots. Uh, and then the the finish came and it's 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 a finish that every MMA fighter needs to go back and watch. So essentially, uh, Fiziev throws a, a spinning wheel kick out of nowhere, just a, a, a range tester style kick, which lands flush on the, the chin of Riddle. Um, and at first, it, it looks like he's just eaten that 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 kick and he's able to carry on. Um, but on the on the the slow mo, you can see where he's he's knocked out on his feet. His arms are, are, are wildly waving because he, he has no kind of control over his over his peripheral vision. Uh, so he, he can't see whether if, where or if any shots are coming. So he's wildly swinging to just defend and, and block. Um, essentially, he, he's, he's la- his legs are almost frozen in place. Um, Herb Dean goes into kind of uh, to stop seeing that seeing that the the, the uh, riddle is out on his feet. Herb Dean does rush into to stop Fiziev. Uh, landing any more uh dangerous strikes uh and as uh herb dean kind of uh makes contact with with riddle it almost like kick starts the the knockout um procedure I suppose and uh and riddle falls down to the canvas um really kind of a weird knockout i've never seen a knockout quite land like that before and it was uh yeah it was it was interesting to to see but a great uh spinning wheel kick by by fizzy and yeah uh definitely go if you have the have the opportunity to definitely go and check that uh knockout out because it was it was a sight to behold so then going into this main event, uh, Rob Font versus Jose Aldo uh, here in the um, bantamweight division. Um, Jose, obviously, after getting a title shot when he never had a win at that division before, um, looking to kind of face force his way back into contention and really on like a, a renaissance of, of his career. Uh, it wasn't long ago that, that myself and Carlos were, were saying it looks like he's, uh, he's in the tail end of his career and uh, he was losing quite a few fights uh, on the bounce and uh, it was hard to see how he would be able to keep up with this this new uh, age of MMA fighters. Um, but yeah, he's he's certainly kind of turned it around. I think he's said he's gone to train with uh, Brazilian Marines uh, so really adding a, a different level to his game. And after um, 
a quite a nervy first round. I think he was was dominant all the way through the majority of this fight. Yeah, Aldo started the the round looking to kind of get a, a good read of his opponent, where Font started hot and heavy, landing some good combinations, uh, whilst uh, Aldo was circling away. Um, we get um, a, a decent shoot for a takedown, uh, which uh, from Font, which ends up with uh, Aldo pushed up against the fence. Um, he, he was able to break free, uh, and, and once they were back in, in space, there was uh, more tit-for-tat in terms of uh, landing uh, punches. Uh, Rob Font was working that, that left jab really, really well, uh, mixed it up with uh, with kicks to the body as well, really kind of uh, an aggressive approach against a, a very dangerous striker uh, in Jose Aldo. Um, but then Jose landed a, a good left jab uh, and lands a good hard punch to the body uh, and then um, the, a, a clean right hand comes from Jose Aldo that wobbles Rob Font and it's something that happens time and time again in this fight um, that uh, Rob Font is rocked by, by shots from Jose Aldo um, there's just not enough time for Jose to capitalise too much on on uh, on Rob Font uh, going to the floor, um, but it kind of that that knockdown, I suppose, gave Jose the the round. But after that, he he kind of started walking away with it. You could sense that uh, Rob was was struggling from that moment on. Still a very dangerous fighter, still uh, landing some some decent shots of his own. Uh, the the kicks and the punches to the body really working working well. But Jose Aldon. Uh, could sense that he had the better of Rob Font now. Uh, he was able to to follow up with um, some decent jabs. Uh, um, Rob Font uh, kind of struggled to to uh, cope with him. Uh, another great body punch by by Jose Aldo. is uh, fired back with a, a a leg kick by Rob Font. Then we see Rob Font go for a takedown, which is uh, which is easily brushed off by Jose Aldo. Who goes back to the body uh, with punches, and and this round ends with a uh, with um, Aldo essentially checking a kick from Rob Font and landing a, a decent punch of his own. So going into uh, the the third round again, a, another fast pace, and we see Aldo landing uh, leg kicks and and being way more aggressive um, than. Than he had been in in the in the first two rounds. He was he was the guy kind of trying to push the pace down. Uh, Font goes for a takedown, but Aldo's able to to reverse it and ends up in in uh, in half guard on on top. Uh, clearly in the centre of the cage, it transitions well into side control, landing some big elbows. Uh, Font is able to get back into gardens and starts to try and work an armbar, but Jose Aldo is uh, he's too long in the tooth for that, as uh, Michael Bisping said on on commentary. Rob Font is able to work his way back to the feet, uh, and Aldo uh, just waits for for him to get up and then starts uh, ex- exchanging with the shots again uh, to close out the third round. Um, we see that um, in the in in the fourth round that Aldo's eye is really really swollen, and it was hard to actually determine where where that swelling came from because in that third round it was a very dominant round for for Jose Aldo. So I assume it was one of the the kind of elbows from front off the bottom. Um, 
but it didn't seem to hinder him in in the slightest. And it was him, it was Aldo again who, who was uh, who was landing the the flusher shots, landing the better combinations. Um, we see um, Font really back off when he gets hit with a shot, and Jose ends up again knocking him to the ground. Um, able to to work guard again. Uh, Font did really well in his in his submission uh, defense. Um, get being able to 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 recover. Uh, Aldo is eventually able to to get into mount, uh, but f- uh, Font quickly switches his uh, his uh, position uh, and is able to get back into full guard. And then again, uh, back onto his feet uh, and able to land some big elbows uh, from the from the back. Um, Aldo twists that back into mount again, but yet again with uh, with his great submission wrestling defense, um, Rob Font is able to get back into half guard, and this round ends with uh, Jose Aldo uh, clearly uh, dominating on clearly on top, and then we go into into the fifth round. Rob Font's corner men telling him he clearly needs a finish now and that he needs to start aggressively, uh, and he does. Um, but Aldo is able to cover up and evade the majority of the the strikes from from Rob Font. We see him. Uh, we see Rob attempting a jumping knee, which is uh, quickly blocked, uh, and then we see him uh, uh, essentially trying to clinch and press Aldo up against the cage. Um, landing some some great punches and 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 then a, a really beautiful elbow on 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 the exit of the clinch, uh, but it was Aldo then who starts to 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 force the force the the fight again, um, pressing forward after the separation, uh, landing some big shots. Font tries to clinch and and push uh, Aldo back to the fence again. Um, but it, there seems to be a lack of power in his shots now. I think uh, with the, with the knockdowns and with the damage he's took, he's uh, he's kind of spent. Uh, he starts to switch to el- elbows, uh, which uh, gives uh, Aldo the opportunity to push away and then land some big punches again uh, that that wobble uh, Rob Font. And yet again, Font goes down. Aldo is able to to take the back. Fon, uh, again, even though he's been rocked for the third, fourth, maybe fifth time in this fight, uh, he's able to scramble uh, from the bottom uh, and and try and force his way out of the position. But Aldo this time locks in a, a body triangle and gets the, the rear naked choke with about 35, 40 seconds to go, uh, really deep in, and it looks like the, uh, Rob Font has no... Um, no way out. Looks like he is no escape to this, but he's able to to force his head to the side, uh, get the changing position so he can he can breathe. Uh, but Aldo ends the round totally in control. Um, the judges give it uh, five rounds to Aldo, apart from one judge who gave it forty nine forty six. So a big big shutout for for Jose Aldo and a, and a big victory again for him in the in the bantamweight division. So looking forward to next week's card, and this is a UFC 269, another double title event um, with Amanda Nunes taking on Juliana Pena, defending that bantamweight title, and then Charles Oliveira taking on Dustin Poirier, uh, defending his lightweight title. We've also got uh, an interesting fight in the welterweight division, Santiago Ponzinibbio potentially taking on uh, Jeff Hans of Steel Neal. But although if you are looking to uh, 
the MMA news, you'll see that Jeff Neal uh, recently got arrested on some uh, some very serious charges. So it's uh, it'll be interesting to see if he shows up to that fight, if he's even allowed. Um, we've also got uh, everyone's favourite clown, Sugar Sean O'Malley, on the card, taking on Rallium Paver. So, yeah, check back in uh, with us at Five Rounds for that next week. Uh, but um, as it is now, that's all from me here at uh, Mags at Five Rounds. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at PodfatherMags. Follow Carlos at Kirby underscore Carlos. And definitely go and check out uh, some of the content and some of the uh, different creators here on the networks that we are proudly uh, part of here at Chairshot, here at Radio Techers, and here at Visionaries Global Media. Uh, definitely go and check them out and definitely go and give them a follow on all their social medias. Uh, but thank you all for listening. And that is the end.